Rika and Jessica Rabbit. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Healer Podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up? You look so pretty. Thank you. You did too. You the shoulders today. Yes. I'll see. Give them the shoulders. It's only look good, Mr. Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back for today's episode. We're just going to be kicking the shit. We're going to do something different. No topic. Let's just catch up. Show y'all what friend goals look like. And, you know, so y'all can get to know us a little better. Get to know our personalities without a specific agenda. So I know earlier she was trying to tell me about this TJ Holmes stuff. And I don't follow the news. So I don't know how many of y'all out there did just stay in a bubble like me. (laughs) I may DVR my ratchet shows or something, but half the shit I don't know nothing about until somebody else tells me. So, uh, yeah, catch me up, sis. What what happened with them? Okay. I know we talked about it before, but I don't really know. Yeah. So we talked about it before, and, you know, they were, like, on thin ice with ABC. They didn't know what they were going to do with them. So ABC got rid of both of them. And then he was seen, I think it was around Valentine's Day or something, in a, um, or was it Christmas or Valentine's? And a jewelry store buying some jewelry with a big old smile. Looked like he was looking at some rings. And now oh, you think it's show... for her? Yeah, I think it's for her. That was quick it? though. I, but this has been going on for years and years. They just I I think I think they both say, you know what? I want to be with you and we gotta get rid of our spouses. And I think he pulled the plug because you know how like some people when they're in extramarital marital curricular activities, you know, <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. They really don't leave their significant other, especially if they've been married for a long time, mm-hmm. unless things are really, really bad. So I think she was either putting the pressure on him or he was putting the pressure on her. And I think he was like, all right, I'm going to just pull that plug. Like, see how we said, like, you know, he was on the Titanic, he took that cord and pulled it, we wrapped around. I think that's what TJ Holmes said. He was like, look, boom, 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 sent this email. So now they all up in Mexico, all hugged up, kissing and putting on a PDA. Not caring. He all smiling in the camera. She all smiling. So, hey, you know what? Maybe it was meant to be for them. I don't know. Sometimes. You get married because of certain things and certain situations and you meet somebody, people go apart. I'm not advocating that. Yeah. But, I mean, it, but this is only the beginning, though, because I want to see a few years down the line. Right. When that honeymoon phase is over. Yes. But, I mean, they know each other. But they haven't lived together. They haven't gone through some shit together. So... Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what's going on. And I know, I know you got all the tea, so you're going to keep the tea coming in. <laughs> help me yes. with, help me remember this story later on down the line. Yes, because huh, the way they... But the thing, the way they met is... Okay, so they met through work, but it might have been like a misconnection. Or what do they say? Uh, like when you thought you had a, a chance with somebody and then you had a missed opportunity or y'all both were in a relationship and stuff. So it didn't work. So maybe that's the type of thing 
than it was supposed to be because hey shit we met both both of us met our spouses through their sisters yeah so you just I didn't ever think that that was gonna happen like I was like okay this is my friend you're just my girl you know we on this yeah. show together and we clicked I never knew that I would be with her brother and then we're cordial <laughs> and me and it's in my life for a reason yeah and me and his sister didn't get along like yeah she was not a friend of mine in high school so it she was she was her own unique self I'm gonna put it like that so, so yeah. nice <laughs> <laughs> I never did anything to her personally <laughs> but and then we had a mutual friend we went away for the mutual friend's birthday. She, I guess, wanted her brother there because, like I told you, I know that's the project twins. Mm. They are, I think, two or three days apart, same year, different mother, same father. Mm. So she's like, I want my brother here. He's always game to do whatever. He brought him and his boys riding dirty down to Atlantic City. And that was the second meetup. Girl, I didn't got so even, that's the second meetup. The first meetup we met at the club. Second meetup was, first was Valentine's Day, and the second was Single Day Mayo weekend. And when I seen him, when I was picking up to go to Atlantic City, I did the whole, yeah. And he, he looked at me like, all right, you want to do me like that? All right, all right. And he he looked at me like, oh, you want to speak? You want to speak? You want to speak? So then I got some look at me. I was like, hey, you remember me? He's like, oh, don't talk to me now. I was like, what you I said, oh, yeah. I was like, no, nah, but you didn't speak to me because, you know, I was watching Girlfriends back then. You know, he got to speak uh-huh. to me. I can't speak to, you know. Mm-hmm. Then we, we, you know, everything happened and it was smooth sailing since then. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, you know, but what else been going on with you? Well, girl, I, I ain't even going to lie. I had a little attitude today. And in my feelings, because I'm so used to being the nice person and the peacemaker. And for a living, I I help people. I support people. I nurture people. And I'm always giving great advice or being that one to be like, feel your feelings. And, you know, if you get angry, punch a pillow or scream or have allow your inner child to have a temper tantrum. But I think because I've taken on that role, a lot of people don't realize that I'm still human. And sometimes shit don't sit right with me. So that people are, the first thing they'll say is, oh, you're a Gemini. You're just two-faced and you you flip the switch. And you, No, everybody has more than one personality or archetype within themselves. It just depends on which one you trigger at the at that time and I think with me is that sometimes people take that for granted and they feel they can do and say whatever they want to say it can start from my kids where they're like take my ass and kiss it and I don't want to talk to you I don't want to eat I don't want to like okay do what you're gonna do and it's not about me matching their energy. It's just like, that's when that um, layer of protection comes up. And it's like, no, I will I will give you back what you give me. 
but in my own unique way. So yeah, people have been pushing my buttons and triggering me, saying they're going to do things and don't do it and just not showing up the way I would show up. So yeah, I was in my feelings about that. And it was like, intuitively, I knew certain things were going to happen, but I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt or turn a blind eye, like I don't see what I see, but I'm the same person that tells other people not to do that. So it's just like, fuck that. I don't like it. I see what the fuck you're doing. I don't appreciate it. And that's when I realized that my boundaries need to be a little bit stronger or clearer because I'm not the one to fuck with and you're going to fuck around and find out. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like me. People do that to me. So I think they say and they do and they treat me any way they want. And they think, oh no, she's the pastor's daughter or, you know, she's just a nice little Christian girl. She's not going to do. And then they see the rage come out. Like what happened when you wasn't there that day on JJ Vaughn's morning show. And I went off on that guy. Because oh, he triggered me. Yeah, I went off. Like, I could feel my blood boiling. I could feel my body getting hot. I knew my face was red. If I didn't have on makeup, you probably would have seen how, like, red I was. Like, my ears, everybody always looks at my ears. My ears turn red, and that's how they know I'm mad. Like, my Ooh. ears would be wiping red. And then I could feel it. And then I had to apologize, and I came down. But, yeah, it's like, maybe our boundaries are being tested or something. I... It it happened again the other day, and I'm like, what's this lesson I'm I'm supposed to be learning from this? Because it seems like, you know, I didn't get upset, I didn't get mad, and like, well, you know, maybe God was shielding you. I said, yes, I believe He was shielding me from something. I said, but for the human aspect, I just want you to give me the notice I would give you. You know, what I'm saying like, don't just take it as I'm a nice person and she'll be okay. She's not going to mind. You can just throw doo-doo in her face and she'll be all right. Nah, like, I'm not going to eat shit for you. No, I'm. that's not. I, I know. It's like it's you and crazy. I are the same. Yeah. That's crazy. So let's tap into our spidey senses and think about what advice we would give other people. Like, what do you think our lesson, and this may help other people too, this looking at this episode, if people are constantly not showing up for us or saying what they want to say, doing what they want to do, treating us any type of old way. And we, we're we speaking up. We're saying, you know, how it makes us feel or whatever, but it keeps happening over and over again. What the fuck do you think we supposed to be doing? Like, are we supposed to spaz out? Are we supposed to choke a bitch? Like... <laughs> like what do you think the lesson is I don't I don't know I don't know maybe we're not being clear enough that's why I wanted to like and then when I go off it's that wasn't necessary there was no need for you to yell at me there was no need for you to scream and holler like you can communicate that way like oh or it must be your hormones or you know they don't take me serious like I don't know I mean Maybe we need to be a little more clear, a little bit more direct. Um, you To be clear for a, 
communicator like we both over communicate we both love to talk yes. so it's like I feel we give too much information sometimes <laughs> like yeah. if I gave you all that maybe that's the problem we're giving all the answers or I don't even want to say we're looking for no I think we're just giving people too many passes I don't know maybe I need to sit with this a little bit longer or meditate on it because it's like if we may or maybe we're suppressing our real true selves because the true self will have attitude and mm, 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 no 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 who you think you're fucking with <laughs> and yours spaz out and be called mean or a bee mm -hmm. or whatever so if that's part of our true selves and then we're kind of pacifying people or wanting to make sure we go above and beyond till they understand what we're saying maybe we just try need to find that happy medium where we balance it out and don't feel like we have to sugarcoat things for people or walk around on eggshells because we might hurt their feelings and then we don't have to be super super mean about it but it's like shit <laughs> or, or is it like people don't because like, sometimes people look at certain things like oh well y'all just doing that for fun it's not really you know a job or this you know depending on what situation it is and I'm like but that's not how you show up to stuff no matter what because you communicate whether you're sick hurt your calendar got mixed up or you know Mm -hmm. they need to so maybe it's not us maybe it's them because if you and I are being transparent and they're not or if they were a little bit afraid to show up or you know like I, I don't know it's it's hard to say it's I, I so what she's speaking of guys is we'll let you in we'll let you in a little bit deeper we'll let you in a little bit deeper <laughs> When we record these episodes, right, we we connect with people. They either reach out to us, which is mostly the case. Oh, I want to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I would love that. Oh, yes, that sounds like something I would want to do. And we're like, okay, boom. This is the topic. This is what we'll talk about. We'll send all the information. Pick a date and time that works for you. Boom, boom, boom. Send nice little messages. Hey, this is a reminder. Hey, we're recording in one hour. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're just doing too much. Shit. I, I, I <laughs> and then people I, don't show They don't show up. And it's not just one person. So yeah, if you're listening, we're not singling out one person because this has happened a few times. And then, yeah, I was talking about my daughter at one point. She was like, you be talking about me on your podcast? Yeah, I was talking about you too, boo. <laughs> like <laughs> last minute shit and just thinking that I owe you something. And then you had your situation where somebody canceled on you at the last minute. Like, damn, mm -hmm. we put stuff on our calendars. We set reminders for ourselves. We are human beings. So we know how to respect somebody else. Look, I ain't respect this podcast by turning my phone on Do Not Disturb. I do apologize, podcast. <laughs> Please forgive me. Uh, but if we can do these things to make sure we show up and we're present, 
And no matter whether it seems like it's just a hobby, no, we take this shit seriously. Like, no matter what I do, I put my all into it. I don't have one foot in, one foot out. Yes. No, I agree. I definitely agree. And I don't think we're doing too much because their excuse would be, well, you didn't remind me that we had it. You know, you only sent one email. So how was I supposed to remember? I mean, you we have it so that it can be linked to your calendar and put in your calendar to let you know, okay, this is going to be on this date at this time. So if we're giving you all of the tools and you're not using them and then you don't respond or you don't try to reschedule or if you do reschedule, you don't show up again. And then it's like, how does that look professionally? So how can I now refer, you know, it could be anything. It, it could be somebody just coming to come into your house to do windows or something. They don't show up. Mm-hmm. and then it's like well how am I going to recommend you to my neighbors if you can't even show up on time or if you're not you know making sure everything's going good and do this just show up the way we show up for y'all if we come up to y'all you know just I don't know I, it's it's it is hard and that gaslight and shit don't gaslight oh. me like that's one that's one of the worst things you can do don't tell me what you think I want to hear because I see through that bullshit like no Mm-mm. no I will smile and put you in your place at the same time that's how good I am at it <laughs> yes <laughs> I will say it with a smile on my face and mean it like yes. no because people people do that that whole gaslighting people are learning how to do it even better and they then they try to manipulate you and make you feel as if you're wrong and it's your problem and you know with the whole gaslighting situation things like you know people commenting oh I heard her say this or I heard her say that or this was here and that is there and was that about me and or you know why is she talking to this guy aren't they married there's a man on as a guest as if we're only supposed to talk to women and we can't talk to men and you know it's just like it's a platform that People need to hear both perspectives, whether it's a male perspective or a female perspective. And no one is getting inappropriate with anyone. So it's like, we are not gatekeepers. So I'm not going to keep this information locked up that a person might need it. Mm-hmm. And now this person is struggling because they don't have the information, but I do have the information or I knew someone who had the information to give it out. Because, you know, sometimes we have fun episodes and sometimes we have serious episodes. So, you know, people have to understand. It's a little, it gets, it gets frustrating, y'all. I mean, I know y'all can resonate with that out yeah. there in the listening world. And that's part of the reason why I wanted, why I wanted to name this podcast Soul Healer Podcast. And I know it probably turns some people away. They're like, souls, ooh, like, ew, creepy, stay away. But it's about digging deeper that shadow part of yourself that part of yourself you don't want everybody to see archetypes that you create of yourself to please other people to be the good girl the good sister the good mother the good daughter what about that part deep down within there's still a little hurt there's still a little salty there's been through trauma that has felt abandoned like I want to embrace all aspects of an individual person we are all a soul in a human body this is our vessel and we will ascend 
and go on with whatever next journey we had. But we are all humans. And so I don't want to always just talk about the good stuff. I don't want to always just joke and play because some shit hurts my feelings and I have to speak about it. And if I vent or go through a purging phase where I let it out, it may not always be about what's happening at the present moment, but what it reminds me of. So when I say things and yeah, I don't feel I have to give anybody extra credit or promos by saying your name out loud whoever I may be speaking about knows exactly who they are and what they might have done but whenever I say something or address it it's general mm-hmm. and that's for anybody so nobody else will try to do the same thing or say the same things and like I have I might have family members that wouldn't want to listen to some of these episodes but then don't judge it and don't tell me what I should or shouldn't do or should or shouldn't say or maybe you should tone it or maybe you should did it it. no you get up there and do your own thing on your own platform the way you want to do it and whoever we bring on here is because that's what we wanted to do Mm -hmm. so we're here to inspire other people to hey if you see something within within us that you like or you aspire to be, or, oh, I always wanted to do a podcast. Oh, I always wanted to be on YouTube. Oh, I always wanted to write a book or, you know, be a stay-at-home mom and do all of these different things. That's what we're here for. We're here to shed our light so you can know how bright you can shine. So the judgment, the projections, the not showing up, that's not cool. And we're going to speak on it and then let that shit go because you don't deserve rent to be in our heads. (laughs) You didn't pay for any of these subscriptions, any of these things that we have that we are doing to help uplift ourselves, to grow and evolve. And that's me cleaning up some of the mess. No, I I, I agree (laughs) with you. Because even when you were talking, I was talking to my husband earlier today about things that had happened. And I was saying that when you put a person on a pedestal at times, and then they show you that they're human and that they're not immortal. It hurts. I said, but you have to dig deeper into mm-hmm. what happened in your childhood that a person, whether it's male or female, hurt you. And you felt like your wife has now become your mother, your protector. So she's not going to hurt me. She's not going to do this. Or Jen Jen will never do this. Or, you know, Jessica whatever wouldn't do this, that, 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 that. And it's like, now that I hurt you, why does it hurt so bad? Mm-hmm. And does it take you back to a place when you were a child? Well, who hurt you when you were a child that you felt was never supposed to hurt you? Mm-hmm. And is that bringing you back to that space? And he was like, wow, I never really thought about that. I said, yes. I said, when you have issues and you're dealing with stuff as adults, it, it resonates back to childhood. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize what's going on or that that really hurt you. And you're like, oh, wow. Because the first people to really hurt us are, are our parents. Mm-hmm. They did first something. loves. Yes. Your first love. Yeah. That relationship that you had. Like I always talk about my father not taking me to the um circus. And I sat there and I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited. Mm-hmm. And then I said, but you know what? Even though 
my mother wasn't a single mother. My father was in the house. I still could understand those children that said that they sat there and waited for their parents to come. Cause I had a moment like that and I knew how hurt I was and to get the excuse that I'm working. And then that was the first excuse I got from a man that I was supposed to take and be okay with mm -hmm. because he let me down. So then when you get into relationships and now you're accepting certain things, well, you started me on this journey of accepting whether it was a lie or not, but you're accepting these excuses from a man that's supposed to love you, but couldn't be there for you. Now, yes, I, I learned because I dealt with you. Mm -hmm. So now like even my children, I said, my husband's like, well, I didn't really get to know you until later on in life. I said, because I was listening to another podcast and they said that sometimes when a person doesn't know who they are, it's not because they, because of them, it was because of their parents or the people that raised them. They had to be someone that their parent or guardian wanted them to be, mm -hmm. so they could not be themselves. So then when they get older and they have the expectation of their spouse, now they're living up to that expectation, but they're not being themselves still. And then one moment you're in there like, boom, oh, this is me. And they're like, who's this person? I don't know this person. <laughs> who's this person? But you saw little inklings of it here and there, here and there. And now mm -hmm. boom. So I was like, well, my girls and my son, I'm allow them. If my daughter wants to, my youngest one wants to dress a little like a tomboy, but to me, she's just like a kid from the city. They wear, the girls wear jeans, sneakers, t-shirts, sweats. These kids are wearing pajamas to school now. Right. So my mother sees a problem with it, but I'm like, this is what the other kids are doing. My other daughter, I think she thinks she's the next Cardi B or something. Girl, I'll show you some of the outfits she didn't picked out. I'm letting her do just a smidgen of what, because I want her to have her own identity. I want her, if this is her fashion that she wants, okay, honey, when you turn 18, 19 and you feel like you can, you know, that's fine. But right now we're going we gonna to bring this down to a middle school level, mm -hmm. but I want them to feel something of themselves because the last thing I want is for them to be, well, you made me be this and you made mm -hmm. me do that. So I didn't know who I am. And maybe that's, Part of my problem too of being too nice because I always had to sit up straight, smile sweetly, speak when spoken to. Right. Don't. But I'm glad you brought up the parent thing because when when I was saying, I wonder what our lesson is and how triggers aren't really about what's happening at the present moment, but what it reminds you of or who it reminds you of. So when you gave that example about your dad, I think with me, I probably did see my mother just not settling but when things happen she just kind of brushed it off as if it wasn't there and I remember she she has this little quote on her email through it all I, I still smile or something and she shaped and molded me to kind of be that same way like oh, it's okay. You can't do anything about it. You can't fix it. You can't change it. And like people would treat her like shit. Even my grandmother, she would treat her so mean. And my mother just kept trying and trying to please her, trying to make her happy, trying to, I guess, to receive that love. But my mother was like, it's okay. She is who she is. That's who she, that's how she's always going to be. You know, she, and just giving so many passes 
to the point where that's what people knew her for. That was just who she showed up as. But then when her feelings are hurt, we look at it like, oh, I didn't think you had feelings. <laughs> oh, oh, now you mad. Oh, now you like, we don't say that to her directly, but it's just like, she's like, damn, well, what about me? Like, oh, but you put so many other people before yourself. We didn't think you even wanted anything to be about you. So with me, I guess I've just always treaded lightly or tried to have thicker skin and not take things personally. And even with daddy's that like daddy issues, I had mommy and daddy issues. So it's like, maybe I'm, and my cousin told me this too. She was like, I know you all love and light, but sometimes you got to see shit for what it really is. So I, I'm not going to make anybody else in the future pay for something that they didn't do. So I'm not going to always think that people not going to show up because that's not how I, I want to be. But it's like, maybe pay attention to, is this person on my vibe? Like, are we at least on the same level a little bit? Does this person have something I aspire to have? Or does our energy match? And maybe maybe them not showing up is protection for us. It's not rejection. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were never, ever supposed to be on this platform. Maybe our vibe or their vibe doesn't match our tribe. So... And that's probably the way we need to look at it. Like, oh, I told a client this yesterday and I should have wrote that shit down. I was like, okay, maybe you have to look at it as, is this rejection? Is this protection? Or is this projection? Mm. So are they projecting onto us what people have done to them and they're not even realizing they're doing it? Is it God protecting us to say, no, this isn't the right person? This isn't an alignment with your highest good and the highest good of everyone involved. Or is it really rejection because they don't fuck with us? <laughs> no, it, 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 I, I agree. I agree with that. Just like what happened with me um, yesterday. I think that was protection. It was, okay, something's going to go on or something was going to happen that you needed not to be around. And if you were there, something could have happened. I remember one time um, I was getting my hair done. I left. I was doing good. And traffic got stuck. And I think I told you they were stuck for like mm -hmm. seven and a half hours. I had to go around a median and risk my life just to make sure I got home in time. So it's like, could have been something like that that could have happened or anything. So I look at that and I know we get upset in the moment because it's like, Things aren't going our way, but I still made it do what it had to do and still got everything done. I need to get done, but it's like, and I think we go back to that whole feeling of why am I waiting? I guess that's sitting and waiting. And yes, you know, we all have mommy and daddy issues. It's, sometimes parents can jack it and it. Sometimes they don't mean it. A lot of times they do what was done to them and they don't realize. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to stop that with my kids and it's get it gets hard sometimes sometimes I need to be checked and I don't ever want to be seen like 
Oh, my kids later on go, you did this and you did that and I can do this and I can do I think it's going to happen either way. <laughs> I know. That's why, like, with my with the, my girls, I try not to limit them because I think, oh, maybe they're not going to have the skills to do this. And then I'm like, you know what, fine. Because my daughter wants to go to Votech for cosmetology. So I'm like, do I really want to send her out there? And they're like, no, we have a program that it can, you know, benefit for her. And, and, you know, she'll have all the things that she has access here. She'll have it there and we'll be in contact with them. And I was like, you know what? Bump it. If she wants to go to Cosmetology, I said, we're going to do the application. Because I didn't know you had to do an application to Votech. I'm like, whoa, this is like, she had to write a little letter about herself and stuff. I was like, okay, okay, fine. We're going to do this. If she gets accepted, then it's within God's will for her to go. And I'm going to let her go. And maybe she'll do well with it. And I'm not going to limit her because of my fears Yeah. of what it is going. You know, I wanted to go to cosmetology school. So that'd be great if she gets to go and she does well with it. So, I mean, it's a learning process. But I don't know. I, sometimes I want to speak up more and sometimes I don't. I'm like, is it worth it? Or because I mean, I can apologize, but you like you said, once those words are spoken, yeah. you can't draw them back. And then sometimes I can get in it. <laughs> and one time, but like and like you said, what was it you told me the projection of what somebody said to you? Because on the morning show, that guy triggered me, so he said something to me that may have not been directed directly to me, mm-hmm. but. I was like, no, you're not going to be the next person to tell me mm. that I'm just doing this because of this. So he got it because of somebody else. <laughs> mm, yes, yep, he got it because of somebody else. And, you know, I, hey. Did it make you okay. feel better, though? I actually did because I actually <laughs> did not, because I normally take what people say and I, I'm like your mother, I grin and smile. Oh, it's not, it's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm Okay. And I don't speak on it. And then you get on the phone and be like, this nigga. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you all about it. And you be like, why did you say that? Well, and so then I was like, oh no, this man from Adam, there, there's no need for me to guard your feelings or my feelings. Cause I don't know you and I probably won't see you ever again. So mm-hmm. here you go. And then maybe that let other people know, hey, she ain't want to F with. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with her. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it's all a part of the journey. And the thing about us is we're doing the work. So we're not just the type of people that speak about it. We're going to be about it too. Because we both had moments throughout the week or the past few weeks where you know, we didn't, we couldn't see things as clear as we would if someone else was going through it where we could give good advice. So she was holding me accountable. Mm-hmm. I was holding her accountable. We both tried something different where it, yeah, it came from an episode of Georgia, Jenny and Georgia, or Georgia and Jenny, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, it's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where the little girl was going through something and her dad was a poet. And instead of her like journaling, she turned it into a poem. And so I was like, you know what? A dream triggered it. And was like, maybe I'm supposed to be writing something. And she was like, have you been journaling? I was like, no, 
but I don't think that what I need to write needs to go in a journal. And I wouldn't even know how to, I was like, am I being teachable at this moment? Am I being teachable? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do it as a poem. And it doesn't have to rhyme. Every other word doesn't have to rhyme with the word before it and everything. Mm -hmm. I just pour it all out and then say what I feel and be done with it. And then I was like, maybe you should write a poem. Have you been journaling? And then we both pop up with these poems. They, that shit was fire. <laughs> we got out what we needed to say. And then it was like an instant shift happened where I was like, did my husband read what I wrote? <laughs> I woke up the next morning to breakfast in bed and like, oh shit, like, damn. But that's just showing that it's different layers. Go through the process. Feel your feelings. Don't let people walk all over you or treat you how they think you deserve to be treated, but how you desire to be treated. And they won't know how to do it unless you teach them how to do it or set those strong boundaries. And this is our platform and we can do what the fuck we want to do. <laughs> and we're going to go through this process and you guys will be able to see our growth and our own transition as we go through this and take you along that journey with us. And I can't say it enough, but I'm grateful for you, sis. Yes, I'm And that for you're you here too. with me, going through this process with me. I swear we will switch that birth a couple of years later. Like we were comparing moles on our, <laughs> it's like, look, I got a new mole. Look, I got one too. <laughs> <laughs> yes it was the stuff and then we, we were talking about other stuff that happened and I was like oh my god we did that in 2010 as well I'm like whoa what like what the heck is going on here it's like all this similarities and it's like wow and we were two worlds apart not knowing but we had mm -hmm. almost the same journey and it was like this is crazy like how mm -hmm. does this happen so definitely, I want you guys to come on that journey with us. And, you know, if if there is someone out there that wants to be a guest, you can definitely comment um, on YouTube or reach out to us through email, soulhealerpodcast at gmail, or however you feel comfortable reaching out, whether it's on TikTok or I'm on Instagram, but you better show up. Because next we, time I'm calling names. Because <laughs> we would show we would show up for you. So please, I'm sending out an Amber Alert, like something, like shit. <laughs> it got me on here cussing. It's and I'm feeling, and I mean, it's like we're just feeling the feels. So it's just we had to say it because if we're gonna keep resonating, I don't want nobody else in the future to feel like they can just walk all over us, right? And treat us any type of way. And we're not going to be fake. Fake mm -hmm. isn't in my blood. No, no. And she got gangster in her blood. Wait a minute. I know. I think my camera's reversed. I don't know which side she on <laughs> by the time y'all see this. But yeah, she, she got gangster in her blood. <laughs> I got a little thug in mine. But. <laughs> It'll come out when need be. So y'all watch it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's just. That's us kicking the shit today. Kicking the shit with yeah. Rika and Jay. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. bars. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber. <laughs> but yeah, until next time, we will speak with you. 
And see you later. Yeah, see you later. Bye. Bye.